Hey everyone, welcome to episode 23 of 15 with Andy, Randy, and Jeff. The usual suspects are all here this week. Uh, This is your weekly midweek break to reconnect with the hospital church community and the topics we are discussing each week. Before we begin, as always, don't forget to check out last week's podcast, Theology of Hope, which featured Dr. Tony Campolo, where basically we decided that we are not who we ought to be, but we are not who we were. So do not miss that message. And um, challenge yourself to do a little better and realize that you're better than you think you are. And we want to be disciples, not just merely believers. You can find that by going to our uh, speaker page at hospitalchurch.org slash podcast, mobile apps for everything, iTunes, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all that good stuff. If you'd like to join the conversation, 407-965-1607 or email podcast at hospitalchurch.org. So, Uh, I may or may not have completely misunderstood what Andy (laughs) said this past week. We're already jumping right into this. Yeah, we're going to jump right into it because, um, you know, there was – he brought us some good news. And I don't know. I thought (laughs) – I kind of thought like great news. But again, this could be completely (laughs) completely off off base. So here we go. The bad news was the righteous and the wicked all the same share a common destiny – we're all going to die. <laughs> Hashtag bummer. Yeah, cheery church. <laughs> <laughs> cheery church. Now for the good news, and this is where I'm pretty sure I caught Andy, like uh, like the, you know, the feeling of the message, the point of the message, that uh, in light of the previous bad news that we just outlined, that uh, he endorses the Solomon insanity lifestyle of eat, drink, be merry, treat yourself like the royalty that you know that you are. It's your reward, and you've been approved for the carpool lane to downtown debauchery. I don't think how I, close, I don't how think close I, am I? I don't think I said that. Oh, man, I'm pretty sure that's what I – downtown debauchery. I really thought that's no, where – Remember no. there, there's a verse after that verse. Oh, see, I have a really short attention span. I, I wasn't sure about that. But I did hear eat and enjoy. Yep. Drink your wine with a cheerful heart. Mm-hmm. For God has already approved your works. Ah, you messed that – I mean, that messed me up. God has already approved our works. So, oh, boy. That one's, oh boy. Because it doesn't quite fit the context of the denomination in which you grew up, does it? Well, I, you know, I, I was kind of thinking that this kind of sounds like that, uh, you know, those sneaky, not to be trusted, watered down faith mantras that should be avoided at all costs. Nope. Yeah, I looked around. There was a lot of parents like holding their hands <laughs> over their kids' ears. No, don't, don't, <laughs> don't listen, listen to him. Because I, I, I know we certainly couldn't have been talking about grace, once saved, always saved scenarios, right? No. Well, once saved, always saved, as long as you stay saved. <laughs> oh, have a blast while you last. Yeah, that was taken straight that from was Charles good. Swindoll's yeah. uh, chapter. I, I love that title. <laughs> because they, we just have a the church, church in general, uh, our tribe of, of Christianity in particular, sometimes just has this burden of seriousness upon it and behaviorism upon it. That like I have to I have to toe the line and be something in order to get in at some point. Yeah. And this concept, this concept that's real clear in the New Testament and sort of hinted at here in Ecclesiastes, that you you're in. Um, you know, that's not that's not something you, you achieve. You get that as a free gift and and that we just have a hard time believing that. But but there's an there's but, actually but, yeah, there's but, a, but, but, no no no, 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 no. But, I'm, not, I'm not butting you I'm <laughs> uh, but. <laughs> um, there is an illusion I think that 
we we and Andy mentioned this at the very end of his sermon. There's this illusion that if we stay with the formula, it's going to work for us. Mm-hmm. That if we, you know, if we put enough in our retirement, if we you don't get, you know, we don't get too uh, loosey goosey with our finances. We don't, we don't uh, get loosey goosey with our, you know, our partying. We just make sure we we stay moderate. That we're going to be good in the end. Mm-hmm. And we have this idea that, and and, and I don't think, I, as I look more and more at scripture, I don't think that's biblical. I don't think that saving for a rainy day, even though I think it's a it's a nice little, it's good for Benjamin Franklin. It's good for Benjamin Franklin, <laughs> but that's not biblical. It's no. an interesting concept, <laughs> and it, it it's not like it doesn't work. Right. I mean, we, we just prudence is smart. Yeah. But but uh, trying to think that I can take care of myself and that if I if I live just within these parameters, that everything will work out good for me. We could look around the world. I mean, mm-hmm. good grief. <laughs> we, we happen to be very fortunate where we live and where exactly. we were born and grew up. I mean, we just, just this is an amazing place to be. But everybody doesn't have that. And you got to realize that people live very faithful lives, and they do all the best they can. And sometimes you get cancer and die. Uh, you know, it, it, bad things happen. Well, but I think you can also look at a generation ago mm-hmm. that would have listened to this and said, wow. That, no, 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 no. That is out there because so much of it was on the formula. You know, it is, it's a prescribed rule. I mean, I can, I can think of my grandfather um, who, you know, he was up early in the morning, used to drive us crazy. We'd be at grandma's house over Christmas and all the, it was only boys at that time. And we all slept on the living room floor because there was no room for anyone else. And he'd be up at five o'clock in the morning with an electric shaver. Mm -hmm. Man was bald. I mean, but how could it possibly take 35 minutes to shave with a razor, you know? I mean, just to like every, I mean, he was meticulous and it, 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 his finances, his study, his worship habits, all those things. And that, and that was his view. That was his comfort. That was his, his whole being was wrapped up in the details. And yet for the next generation that looks at that and goes, wow, it's got to be more than that. Well, well, but it, it may be very wise, to make some of the very choices that he made, you, you know, your your industriousness is not going to be a bad idea, right? You know, uh, it's just that putting our hope there or believing that because I'm industrious, everything must work out for me, and because I keep because I'm meticulous, because I follow all the rules, because I I sort of live a circumspect life, that therefore it's all going to be good for me. Um, well, is, and, and he was a he was a he was an awesome person. I mean, you know, when you're younger, you don't always get that, right. and but hindsight, you get that more and more often. And he he was awesome. And I would say that even though I would probably haven't, and I never will live my life exactly as he did, there were some of those principles though that you still look to and say, yeah, that that was that was perfectly the right thing for him to do, and you could see that that was his comfort and that was his interaction with God and, and the way that he did things and the way he saw things, and it was very much more black and white, no, not a lot of gray, um, you know, mm-hmm. in, in pretty much everything. Well, and sometimes when we come to grace, um, we, we begin to believe that because we know that works are not going to get us to the king, into the kingdom, or we're not, we're not going to achieve entry into God's kingdom on our own. That's not possible. We then we then may also believe that that extending effort in life 
is not necessary either. But the Bible's mm. not against effort. The Bible's against <laughs> merit. <laughs> you know, we, we still can work hard and we can, we can do well, and those are all good things to do. They're just not meritorious. They, they, don't, they, don't, they don't guarantee us a, a, an outcome. I like effort versus merit. I like that. Yeah, Good explanation. I, I think there's, as, as you listen to this, not only this, the sermon from Andy, but also as you, as you read in, in Ecclesiastes, those, those pieces remind us of the immense value of the present, of how, how important it is for us to realize that even though, yes, yeah, some of these things, you know, the if-then issues, that if I do this now, this is what will take place. And those things actually do happen, you know, but... He's not talking about cause and effect right here. He's caught talking about the fact that we have such such a treasure right now in the in the present and live that moment as if it may never happen again or may never you may not have it tomorrow or whatever. Sure. Yeah. Well, like I said in the sermon, my my dad always reminded me this is not yeah. rehearsal. This is the real deal. <laughs> this know? is the deal. You're not you, you know you don't get a second a second go at this. Well, and for anyone that you know thinks you know I hear that a lot. Yeah, the Bible. That's. That's a lot of old ideas. I don't really know if that really applies anymore. But, you know, when it comes to being present or being in the moment or just grabbing life by the horns and just doing today what you're going to put off tomorrow because you've got a thousand things in your schedule to take care of, perhaps no other idea or book or thought process could be more relevant to what we deal with every day. Yeah. Well, um, well, Solomon says, you know, whatever your hand finds to do, do it with all your might. So he's not he's not asking you to back off and be a lazy person. Right. He's he's saying be engaged, fully engaged. I mean, just go for it. And part of the reason that Christians ought to have this freedom to go for it is eternity stuff is all taken care of. The mm-hmm. the big the big questions, the big pictures, the eternal issues are fully decided by Christ and are a gift to us. And so, hey, we we ought to live with a lot more abandonment than we do, uh, just a lot of freedom, I think. Well, one of the things that hit me, uh, and I brought this right from your notes, it said, listen and don't just hear words, but hear truth. God isn't against you. God is for you. God is for me. God is for us. God isn't angry with us. God is satisfied, contented, and at peace. And I wasn't here. I didn't. I, didn't, I actually had to go back and I listened and watched and, and kind of read through. And so I didn't get it in the moment, which I usually like to do. But as it as it kind of that that one just kind of sat with me from the first time I read it till I heard it, and then started thinking about it. And how do we take that? What you just said there, because it's fantastic truth. And how do we reconcile that statement to maybe what I would call like my grandfather, the tenured Christian? That was raised on hellfire and brimstone, you know. And then you've got the maybe the apathetic former Christian whose rejection was born out of the misery of the tenured Christian. Mm-hmm. Ah, I couldn't possibly do that. <laughs> that would never work for me. Or and then even further, how do we apply that to a new believer or someone that's maybe just or whose ch- mind is just opening or to or a this? child, or, uh, you know, right. a, you know, the child who's experimenting, you know, at this point. Because there's a lot of yeah. of all of that that can be. That would adjust our lifestyle, our expectations, whether those are perceived or real, and just trying to figure out, okay, if I'm going to call myself a Christian or a Jesus follower, however you put that into your walk, how do you rectify that? Because I think that's what a lot of people, even in the tenured Christian, they follow it, 
but yet you'll hear, I don't, I don't know how you can think that you're saved. It oh, yeah. just doesn't make any sense. And I, I long for that, but I can't pull the trigger and just go, yeah, I can say it because I feel like it's heresy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I can't say it. Sure. Well, and, and I think if I think if any portion, well, here I go. I get off my. I get I get in trouble all the time. But uh, <laughs> if any portion of our salvation is on me, or you know, on the on the person being saved, we should live a pretty fearful life. <laughs> You know, at least I should. <laughs> Maybe all of you out there can, can don't have that fearful life. Guilty as charged. Yeah, but but if if all of our if all of our ticket to ride is on Jesus' ticket, then then we we really we really have to. And, and I and I even said it. I think maybe one of the services this week about that we have church every week because this leaks out of us so fast. We have to be reminded, <laughs> you know, that God is. For us and not against us, he wants us in his kingdom. He's the one that's turned all of eternity. He risked the entire Trinity for the salvation of humanity. I mean, good grief! He, it's sin was his problem and he solved it, and we're still trying to make it our problem and have us solve it. I think, mm-hmm. Jeff. When you, I mean, you you uh, counsel people on a on a regular basis. Yeah, Jeff. <laughs> so I mean, is this? Yeah, something... Andy really messed us up this week. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, is this something that comes up? Uh, that you hear often or? It, well, are you talking about in regards to just doing whatever you want kind of a... Yeah, I mean, t- kind of the gamut. I mean, because I think it takes a little bit of difference for everyone, but... Well, you know, it's an interesting thing as I was listening. Uh, a couple, actually, a couple parents actually did come by afterwards and said, so how do I, you know, how do I reconcile this with... <laughs> what, what my, yeah, <laughs> Oops, kids. <laughs> Sorry. Um, no, but... If actually, First um, Corinthians ten, uh, Paul writes about this these issues as it relates to food offered offered to idol, which is really an issue that we don't deal with, but we deal with the principle of the whole thing. And I I think he comes down finally in saying, and I think this is a blessing for for all of us, is that yeah, we're we're free to do whatever. Paul says it. He says all things are in chapter six. I think he says all things are permissible, permissible mm-hmm. not all things are beneficial. And in in First Corinthians ten, he talks about the fact that yeah, you are okay, but you know, really, what you should be thinking about in all of this because of who you are now in Christ is that now all your things, your your first priority is others. Yeah. And uh, and so, in light of our partying, in light of the taking life in the moment, I think our thoughts, as we think about you know the grace of God, our thoughts now are not about ourselves, but our thoughts are about others. But so alongside much, us. But so much of the journey where the where Christians are debating with themselves is because it's about me. Yeah, I mean, yeah. really, a lot of the fear and a lot of the. Um, Faithlessness comes, I think, a lot of times because I'm I'm worried about me and I'm, will All I be time. saved and can yeah. I be there and ah uh, me 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 and we we couch that or we're, we're truly trying to please God but it's really usually a pretty selfish journey about me getting to kingdom as opposed to how can God use me to help someone else find kingdom life you know, yeah. that's that's a that's a whole different way of beginning to think. Uh, okay, salvation is mine. Now, how how do I let God use me to bring that to other people? How how do we enlarge His kingdom? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think you know the I heard a sermon once Sam Lenore who said, you know, as when it comes to this issue, he's like, you know, you're it's really the defin or the difference between that you're going to 
uh, you're going to do works not out of a fear for redemption, but from a place of works, from a place of grace, trying to help others and trying to impact others. And he's like, if Jesus came to the cross and we believe that, and we believe that that's what gives us our salvation, then what a slap to the face to Jesus to think that we could possibly offer anything more than that <laughs> for the salvation part, at yeah, least, right. uh, of that. So yeah. Yeah, now that's to think about that being down. We go back to Tony Campolo a couple weeks ago, where he talked about the difference between being believing and being a, and disciple. a disciple. Yeah, you know, and sure we can believe a lot of stuff, but disciple is going and doing the works of Christ in our world, and that's a whole. It just seems like it takes to hold a gear change to a different it, level. It is a gear change. So yeah. the disciple really is is in maybe the maturation of just being a believer. And being a, a doer, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we're out to help others and figure out what we just figured out. Well, it transfers it from me just believing to all of a sudden me me seeing what I'm here for. What's what am I? What's 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 God given me to do? And, that can be a tough uh, one. Yeah. Well, yeah. There, I like actually, I like the book of Ecclesiastes. I'm really glad we're doing it. Uh, I think that's because you're not preaching. I know. I, was <laughs> say, I am going to preface that with, with the fact that I'm not doing the preaching. But it, it's so nice to see in the Bible. You know, Job is the same way, where where, we, where people wrestle with these things. You know, we see so many stories and so forth, and there's not a lot of this wrestling between these issues. And so, uh, I think Solomon gives us an insight into these things that are going these battles that are going inside of his head and i think it's a it's a fun thing i think what randy said well i'd go to is a, you know like like your grandfather is a good illustration that we hear you know we're all gonna die and 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 so therefore live very circumspect lives you know that's where you want to go mm-hmm. right and whereas solomon says we're all gonna die so enjoy your food right it's <laughs> yeah. just a contrast. Right. peter talks about the end of all things is at hand god's coming back so what should you do and and we think about oh, you know, run to the mountains and you know don't know tell a neighbor or something right. and he says have some friends over love one another you know be nice to each other <laughs> jesus is coming back yeah it's just it's just a really a different a different place you come from when you have the confidence that jesus is going to do his work and it's his it's his accomplishment excellent well as we wrap up i just wanted to finish up with, if this happens to be good news and this has been some type of realization of sorts, then you're welcome. Uh, Embrace this new freedom. This is true guaranteed freedom and live the life God has for you. Worry less. He's got you. Live in the moment. He's got you. Our reality is not his reality. So if you would like to join us this upcoming week, Saturday morning, 9.30 or 12, you can go to the website and catch a live stream at hospitalchurch.org by clicking on the Watch Live link on the main page. If you're local, join us in person each of those times, 9.30 and 12, Bible studies at 10.45. And next week or this coming week, what are we up to? Remember your creator. Remember your creator. Last chapter and about a few verses from the chapter before the last chapter of Ecclesiastes. And then we wrap up Ecclesiastes? We're done. Oh, man. It's going to get way boring <laughs> past that. I can see this. Right here. We have to come up with something else. Maybe some election night coverage. Uh, so plan on joining us this week for sure, and you don't want to miss this uh, final wrap-up of Ecclesiastes. And so for Andy, Jeff, and Tom, I'm Randy. Thanks for joining us, and we'll see you all again next week for episode 24.